2: Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline.
3: Hi, everybody. It's that time again. You know, it's a different kind of show, Sports Overnight America. You can email us at sportsfred@aol.com. At AOL.com. Sportsfred at AOL.com. Uh, we're heard everywhere. Sirius 217, XM 203, all those apps, American Forces Radio, uh, Gals and Guys, You Stay Healthy, Sports Byline, Sports Map, radio stations like KSHP 1400 in Las Vegas. One of the guys will not be here this evening. Mark Mancini's got other things to do. Art Source with us, former kicker for the Rams and the Trojans. And, you know, our last show, we had Matthew Diabas on, Lords of the Gridiron two pro football's greatest coaches. Well, we only got to talk about six or seven of the coaches. We're going to talk about a few more of the coaches tonight on Sports Overnight America. Matthew, indeed, is a sports historian. All right, what can we talk about? Brett Favre. You know, I used to... um, Just like him, though, because the way he treated uh, Aaron Eagle, Aaron Rodgers, when uh, Aaron was first uh, drafted from Cal. But now you find out there's a whole lot more going on with Brett Favre, southern Mississippi. His daughter plays volleyball there. Some way, somehow, he got a hold of some money that was supposed to go for the poor, apparently, allegedly. Instead, uh, he sent it to the school to build a a new type of volleyball court. And now he's in big trouble. Uh, what's going to happen to somebody like Brett Favre? Uh, do the rich always beat the system? Most of the time they do, but I'd love your thoughts. It's at AOL.com. Aaron Judge hit the 62, didn't win the Triple Crown. Where does that 62 really rank? Obviously, it's the most in the history of the American League. Now, have we forgotten Barry Bonds? Should we forget Barry Bonds and Mark McGuire or Sammy Sosa, uh, your comments about that. Obviously, the drug situation, the PED situation, different than sportsfredadale.com, sportsfredadale.com. And Jeff McNeil won the National League Batting Championship by not playing the final game. Now, if Ted Williams were still alive, he might be a little disappointed. Uh, he was close to 400, a little bit over 400 in 1941. And they had a doubleheader, the Red Sox did he could have sat it out and made sure that he hit 400 in 1941. But the Splendid Spurner did not do so. He uh, went six for eight in the doubleheader, hit 406, and people are proud of him. I'm not not proud of Jeff McNeil. I mean, he played all season long. It took four, would have taken four hits, I guess, uh, uh, for Freeman to uh, catch him. McNeil is the National League batting champion. We'll talk to Art. We'll talk to you. We'll talk to uh, Uh, Matthew Diabas, and we'll have a whole slew of fun all night long right here on Sports Overnight America.
4: This special report is sponsored by Coca-Cola. Summer is here, and Burger King will help you beat the heat all season long with the newest frozen Fanta flavor. What is it, you ask? Well, the mystery has finally been solved. The newest frozen Fanta flavor is... Strawberry Shortcake. Its color may be electric green, but this cool drink is packed with juicy, refreshing strawberry flavor. Easy for grab-and-go adventures. Frozen What the Fanta Strawberry Shortcake is your sidekick to summer. Whether you're headed to the park, the beach, the pool, or just trying to stay cool, stop in or hit up the drive-thru at Burger King and try the chilling, thrilling, frozen What the Fanta Strawberry Shortcake for just $1 plus tax. It's no mystery that your refreshment is guaranteed. So Go ahead, quench your thirst with a frozen What the Fanta Strawberry Shortcake for just $1 plus tax. Only at Burger King. Have it your way. Not valid in Alaska or Hawaii. This special report was brought to you by Coca-Cola.
5: Progressive presents forest Metaphors. About bundling your home auto and other vehicles.
4: Any sports fan knows defense wins championships. Your championship is your boat, motorcycle, RV, or ATV. And your best defense is the round-the-clock protection offered by Progressive. Which is like having a goalie, a 7-foot shot-blocking specialist, and a
5: linebacker all wrapped into one. Which, to circle back, means you're going to win the championship. Because... You know, defense. Forced Metaphors. Presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations.
0: Are you looking for solutions for health and wellness at home? Please visit AntiAgingBed.com. They are on a mission to use proven technology to provide you with healthy solutions to many conditions that affect all of us physically and mentally. Use promo code Wellness for your discount. AntiAgingBed.com technology proven to help you feel your best Use promo code wellness anti-agingbed.com feel your best.
5: Staples has everything for school at great prices. So this year you won't go back to school. You'll be ready to move forward into art class.
1: A four foot replica of the Statue of Liberty using elbow macaroni?
5: With glue and art supplies from Staples. By tomorrow. This week, Crayola twenty four count crayons, Staples comp books, and two pocket poly folders are each just fifty cents. Get everything on your list at amazing prices. This year, go forward to school with Staples. Shop in store, online, or buy online and pick up in store.
0: Ends nine ten. Limit thirty.
3: Hey, welcome back, everybody, to Sports Overnight America. Mark's off tonight. Uh, Source is with us. Uh, Galaxy Sports, he runs out of Pennsylvania. Former uh, kicker for the Rams and the USC Trojans. Later, we'll be talking about pro football. Matthew Diabas, lords of the Gridiron II, pro football's greatest coaches. And post uh, Lou listed, and some we agree with, some we disagree with. Um, Brett Favre, one of the great quarterbacks of all time, uh, a rich guy. Now, you and I are both political, different sides. Uh, you think Brett Favre will pay the penalty if it can be proven that uh, he's uh, taken money that was supposed to go for welfare and the poor and help build a volleyball court at Southern Mississippi? You think he'll feel anything or do you well, think he'll get anything? Know, or I, what
6: do you think? I've actually done some reading on this and I've gotten four different perspectives, which I, I think you need on this particular situation. Um, what scares me is a guy with $200 million who, who has the kind of resources that, that Brett has. And I mean, I understand, you know, his, his daughter plays volleyball at Southern Mississippi and they want to do the right thing, but this seemed to start off in the right vein, but somehow the governor of Mississippi and he, uh, they, they kind of had some sort of a falling out. And I really don't understand where the money and how the money fell into, to Brett's hands to help fund, this gymnasium and and facilities for the Southern Miss athletic program. I guess it does encompass the whole athletic program. That's the latest thing I've read. So, I mean, you know, we we always talk about, you know, jurisprudence for the rich jurisprudence for the, the, you know, the poor, honestly, Fred, I think he's going to get fined. I think he might get a slap on the wrist, but I don't think he'll do anything in terms of jail time because uh, as we know, Um, (laughs) democracy for the few exists in this country and it works on both sides of the aisle by the way
3: you know it's interesting you bring that up because uh, there's a case uh, going on where uh, either it was murder or it was something close to murder and it was a five million dollar bail and he's out now on five million dollar bail And the problem with this is how many people have five million dollars. So if anybody kills somebody and has less fewer than five million, he can't get out of jail.
6: Well, he you can the, live in New York City, and you know you can do just about anything you want from without reading. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know the whole, the whole thing. I is just continued. I wonder how you let anybody out who's really a first degree murder. I don't think you should be able to be bailed out. That's just my personal. All right, opinion. Let, let,
3: let's talk about a little less than first degree murder right here on Sports Overnight America. On Monday night, last Monday night, uh, 49ers and the Rams. Somebody ran out of the ran out on the field from uh, the stadium, and he was An animal something. activist. I was told he was carrying yeah, whatever it was. He was carrying something. Bobby Wagner, 250 pound linebacker, took him out. Now I remember more than 50 years ago when they showed the people that would run on the field. They stopped that years ago, except on. Dayton show. But anyways, uh, Ditka took somebody out. And that day forward, I was not a big Mike Ditka fan. Now, I don't think Bobby Wagner should have taken it upon himself. I think the security guards should have taken it upon themselves. And there he weren't was right enough. in there,
6: though, if you saw the video, Fred. The security guard, I think he actually got taken out by both Ram players who went after this guy. So, I mean, so what, he was what, right what, there. What do, th-
3: what do you think? Should Wagner, should a player take part in something like this?
6: First of all, in that particular situation, I like the old rule where you, you talk about something else and then you mention the fact that the guy ran onto the field, made a fool of himself. Because it's all about publicity and it's all about, you know, an, an enduring some cause. And, and that's the wrong way to express yourself, you know. And even if his cause is for the right thing. I don't think football players, hey, I remember Peter Jacobson taking somebody out at the 17th hole at the British Open. You know, and this guy was the streaker in the nude, running across the green, you know, and Peter said he had to watch out, you know, because there were dangly bits running all over the place. And he had to be careful when he made the tackle. So, I mean, yeah, it's it's ridiculous, Fred. I don't understand what that's all about. I say the network should just, like, you know, maybe talk about a relevant subject on the game or something like that.
3: But, you know, the, the second channel, the uh... – Peyton Manning channel. Yeah, I love Peyton, that, that. Peyton way. wanted it to be shown and it was shown. What do you think about that?
6: Well, you know, Peyton's got a lot of power. I mean, they gave <laughs> him that show because he really did not want to go and travel and be on the ABC Monday night, you know, team. He would be right there. They offered him endless amounts of money when he, when he, you know, when they wanted him to be a color analyst. So now he gets to sit and do his thing from his studio in Denver and his brothers, you know, got a beautiful built out ESPN studio out there in New Jersey. I think it's a fantastic show. I like their guests. I wish they would incorporate more guests and get them on and off a little faster because a full quarter with some of these people, you can tell at the end, they're really scrambling, you know, for what to say. And I mean, you, you've got four of them, make it eight guys. and That way they can, you know, they can play off it a little bit. And I like it. I think it's a, it's a novel way of watching a football game. I mean, you know,
3: a lot of people have forgotten. I have not. 25 years ago in college, Peyton was involved with uh, oh, sexual harassment, uh, a lot of allegations in, in that direction. Have people totally forgotten that fact?
6: You know, it's, it's funny how for the right people, you know, as, you, <laughs> as, you, as, you, as you go through life, things, things tend to like disappear into the back. It's like, you know, our current president, you know, he was at the top of his class. So, I mean... <laughs> That's another situation, you know, and he and he comes up with these stories sometimes and you actually find out the fact finding other stories and it never happened. It's like, wow, this is unbelievable. So I, you know, I look at it with kind of a, a tongue in cheek a little bit. Like I said, the powerful in this country have a way of shaping the narrative. We'll put it that way. And I'll try to keep myself out of trouble. <laughs> All
3: right. If you're Jeff McNeil of the uh, New York Mets, and you've got to lead. I said, where's in my the, car, Liriano? I'm sorry, what? Where's my that.
6: car, Liriano?
3: <laughs> okay. So, uh, w- would you have stayed out on Wednesday? Yeah, the final why not? Game? Hey,
6: the guy played hard all year long. The guy's a stick. I mean, the guy's a ball player. His teammates love him. They busted their butt. They played 162 games. They tied your Atlanta Braves. I'm going to call them that because you called that. Even when they were down by 13, he said the Braves are not done yet. And the Braves swept them three straight. I mean, they're in the playoffs. He needs a break. But what's really going to be funny, Fred, if you look at baseball, with this extra added, you know, two teams getting buys, the Dodgers, the Astros, all the teams that have buys, they're not going to play a baseball game in almost seven days. That's, the word, that's the really, is, if you think about it.
3: The word I use a lot is stale. Sometimes you become stale if you're not playing. I'm sure Roberts will have him completing their squad
6: games and some stuff like that. I'd say bring the angels up. We'll play again.
3: I think you you have to go in that direction. Okay. Number 62, the home run. The guy that caught it says he doesn't know what he's going to do with it. Well, I know he's not going to give it away for free. Some auction house has offered, get this, $2 million the Four. guy that
6: caught it, Fred, his name is Corey Yeomans. And the guy that owns Memory Lane Incorporated out of Tustin, J.P. Cohen, offered him $2 million. And according to what they said, Mark McGuire's 70th home run in 1998 is the highest paid baseball of all time, $3 million. So I think this guy's in a great position to get $2.5 $3 million. I don't know who's going to pay for it. Somebody probably will, though. I mean, it is, to me, it's American League history. But, you know, we also have, I don't think it's Major League history. No matter what you say, Barry Bonds played 162 games and hit 73 home runs, right? I mean, that's the record I look at. Then I look at all the other guys. There's like seven of them on the list, seven different performances that exceed that. And, you know... I just, I, it's really sad for me to see the situation where ESPN was cutting in to every sporting event to show Aaron Judge the pressure. You could see the pressure mounting on Aaron Judge. I don't know if you saw it. I saw it. He was swinging at pitches. I mean, his mom became like one of the great figures in American sports history. What a doll. I mean, you know, and even Roger Maris' kids, they said one thing, but they looked great on TV.
3: All right, that's our source. I am Fred. Mark Mancini's off this evening. Uh, later, we'll be talking to Matthew Diabos, Lords of the Gridiron, two, Pro Football's Greatest Coaches. You can email us at sportsfrederal.com. Come back. We'll play a little Baron Sports Trivia and talk more about uh, Home Run Number Sixty Two, and what it's worth and what it might not be worth, and what some college coaches might be worth or not uh, what they might not be worth. All straight away on Sports Overnight America.
5: Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800 593 7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800 593 7491. 800 593 7491. Call now.
3: Hey, welcome back, everybody. Later, uh, Matthew D'Abbas, author of Lords of the Gridiron 2, will make an appearance. Uh, pro football's greatest coaches, but right now. Baron Sports Trivia. We don't have Mark, uh, the world's worst sports handicapper, but we do have very old, 126 years of age now, our source to try to play Baron Sports Trivia with us. And uh, all right, number one question on Baron Sports Trivia. We'll test to see if uh, the red stuff works. Um, uh, excluding UCLA now, excluding UCLA, who holds. Uh, the record for making the final four, five consecutive times, excluding UCLA, who would be, there's two of them that have made it five consecutive times and they're both, uh, well, uh, one's, they're, they're not way back, way, way back.
6: So they're, they're a recent vintage.
3: Well, they're not a recent vintage, but they're not, you would know these guys at 126, I guarantee.
6: Ah, Okay, cool. All right, then the first one I'm going to have to say would be Ohio State, because okay, they had a run there where they were pretty damn good. And that what years? Be, that would be like but, in the late '60s, '70s, early '70s. When they
2: well, had, if I to, uh, if I
3: told you if I told you you're in the right state, would you get it?
6: So it was it you, Cincinnati? Huh? Wow, Big O, oh, big three years. The big O, and yeah, they, yeah, there you go. And, and of course, and they had, then they have like yeah, they. had. Yeah, they have Daryl Imhoff or somebody like that, I think they had. Yeah, no, the Paul other one, Hogue,
3: Paul Hogan and, and, and uh, tip Tom Thacker. And in 62, after Robertson was gone, UCLA, for the first time, made it to the Final Four. It's down to the wire. And I'm listening to it because it wasn't even on TV. And Thacker hits a jump shot. And the Bruins go down by either one or two. I will never forget that game. Of course, the next year, UCLA lost to Arizona State in the uh, second round of the NCAA Western Regionals. But by 64, it was all UCLA. But yeah, yeah. Cincinnati, the Bearcats between uh, uh, 58, uh, uh, 59 and 63 with the big O the first three years. Tom Thacker, Paul Hogan, others after that. All right, what's the other one? The other one is closer to our time. Now. The other one is newer. I'm
6: thinking either Houston what? I was thinking Houston. They Houston came to Cougars.
3: Mind. Five years in a row, you're saying. Uh, yeah,
6: um, and I'm also thinking UNLV.
3: UNLV, you're saying five years in a row, huh?
6: Yeah. Um, but I don't think it's, I, I, it probably is Michael Jordan and, and Worthy when they were all in North Carolina. Uh, that keeps creeping into my mind, but I mean, I'm probably wrong on all three of those. But
3: Well, it was. Are, it wasn't. it was in North Carolina. So who was it?
6: I think my first choice was probably well, the best choice I could have taken.
3: <laughs> no, I'm saying it is a North the State's right.
6: Oh, it is. Who, oh, it's okay. So it's North Carolina State with Skywalker, uh, David Skywalker. Oh, it's Duke. No, that, no Duke, the third. It, it's Duke with Mike Shushewski. He probably so, has 10 in a row. He probably folks, lost only one, two of them. <laughs> folks,
3: I want people to remember that art source. Of the three schools in North Carolina, actually chose Duke last as That's far right. as who made it yeah. made it five years in a row, nineteen eighty eight to. Uh, yeah, I was 19- a Volvano
6: fan, and I also loved North Carolina when they had worthy and and uh, you know that was that was my guys, man. I love Dean Smith. The
3: play. D- 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 I always liked Dean Smith for another I reason, and you know, I know you know this story. But when he was an assistant at Duke at North Carolina under Frank McGuire, obviously tremendous racism in that period of time, late fifties, he broke the restaurant restrictions on blacks. He went in there and sat in where the blacks were forced to sit and um, it changed everything. And, And when I read that as a little kid, I knew I had to like Dean Smith. It took him a long time to win that national championship, but I didn't care. Here was a coach who did more than just teach the kids to play basketball. Your thoughts?
6: You know, I look at guys like him, guys like John Thompson at Georgetown, um, Raleigh Massimino, you know, even even the coach that, that, that in the modern days here that, you know, has done a hell of a job at Villanova. I mean, he, he's a class act as well. You know, there can be ways to run a program. Even, I mean, you look at women's basketball, Gino Arisima. I mean, he's he's above, he's above the phrase, how I put it. And, you know, one thing about basketball, you know, basketball coaches, they have a penchant for getting themselves in trouble along the way. And I understand the old days, of the NCAA, far different from the wild, wild west that we live in now. where I, I don't think, are there any rules <laughs> I mean, here you go, kid. I mean, I don't know. You don't need Sam Gilbert and you don't need the UNLV alumni anymore. That's for damn sure. So we'll have right, to go uh, from there.
3: Uh, let, let's play some more sports trivia, sure, sports trivia with our uh, source, uh, taking his legal pills and legal medicine. Um, first major league baseball rookie to steal a hundred bases in a season. First, MLB rookie to steal 100 bases in a season. It's been it's been uh, within the last 45 years.
6: Mm. Outfield, 100. Outfield. Ricky Henderson, St. Louis Cardinal. Oh, Lou Brock.
3: After Lou Brock. VC.
6: After Lou Brock. VC. Outfielder Vince Coleman, third Vince, baseman. That's a that
3: was a tough one. That was a tough one. Boy, a that's tough
6: a, one. He's a switch hitter. Well, he was a tough out, too.
3: He right, really uh, was. Another question. Uh, I think you should get this one Who led the NBA in rebounds seven straight seasons? Who led the NBA in rebounds seven straight seasons? Who might that be?
6: Well, I want to say Dennis Rodman right off the bat, but <laughs> it's got to be somebody. Somebody, Malone Moses Malone, seven straight season who wiped the boards. Did he play oh, for heck? Portland? Did what? he play for
3: Portland? Nah, you got it right, Dennis Rodman. We'll have a it was right Rodman. Yeah.
6: yeah,
3: I don't think a lot of people would have necessarily you know, known
6: that. I. I, I I had a couple of beers with with Dennis over the years and some final establishments in Newport beach. And I got to tell you, he comes across completely different in person when he lets you in, then, than this, this act that he portrays. And it's kind of interesting to see that because he's a lot deeper. He's caring. Um, you can see why he played defense the way he played defense, because he is, he is a shut down human being in terms of, what his beliefs are. And, and, you know, when they used to go to Boston, Fred years ago, every time that team went to Boston, he would go and he'd buy out toy stores and give the, and give the kids, you know, in the hospital there, the children's hospital toys. These are things that nobody ever wrote about.
3: No, I, I agree with you hundred uh, percent. You know, John Cena, the wrestler, I think 650 times now has met with, uh um, The make-a-wish kids. And folks, if you don't know what this is, it's kids that are very sick uh, at a young age and they're battling for their existence and they have one major wish. And John Cena, the wrestler, 650 times has come through for these kids. I don't think people know too much about that. Our last minute or so, this one you should get because you are a kicker for the LA Rams. NFL record for most extra points might have been NFL record
6: in a career. Career. Boy, there's some guys that have been a long... He
3: lasted lasted a long time.
6: Well, it's either one of two guys. Um, Adam Vinatieri comes to mind really fast. Who? Because he was... Adam Vinatieri. Yeah. Okay. But you said Rams. And that, like... That changed. That changed my perspective. What I say? Did you say Rams? Because I was no. a Rams kicker.
3: No, 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 no. no I didn't say Rams. Okay. I said long-time kicker. Many, many years he played. Played two positions actually. Lou Groza. Um, played for the Bears mostly. Growing up, you had to
6: watch this guy play and kick. And he played another position with the Bears.
3: How about a quarterback? Oh,
6: it's George. Okay, George <laughs> Blanda. Of course, it's George Blanda. See now, here's where I get mixed up on that one. Does his AFL kicking points count in the NFL? And, and I mean, because he was prolific. You know, I got cut from the Raiders the same day he got cut. And so that the right? joke was while we're while we were leaving Santa Rosa on the bus. I said, oh, boy, I said, you know, your career in the NFL was longer than my lifetime, George.
0: And he goes, hey, you are a smart ass.
3: You got 30 seconds. Very quickly. You got it. Did somebody really knock on your door and say, come in with your book when they released you? Yeah. Yeah, the Turk just, was there.
6: Just they, like that. Basically, you know, we didn't have, I mean, my my book was like less thinner than a quarterback's book or a wide receiving <laughs> book. I had special team stuff in there. You go in and you sit down, first of all, the head coach, you know, he goes, Hey, look at, he goes, you know, you did great. We're going to go in a different direction. I got your number. Um, If you need any of the tapes of any of the preseason games, because we played a lot of preseason games, then you always got a chance to kick on video and, and you needed that. You know, if you made a nice 42 yard field goal in San Francisco in the wind at uh, Kezar and or candlestick, that was a big kick. But anyway, bottom line is yes, that's the truth. So we call them the Turk, and uh, yeah, scary. doing.
3: That's <laughs> art. I'm Fred. We'll be back with Matthew Diabas, Lords of the Gridiron Two, and then uh, we'll come back with a whole lot more on sports overnight.
4: TrackPhone wants to know, are you an influencer, a big live streamer? No? If you work remote, Staples has you covered.
1: Stylish office decor to turn my finished basement into a complete workspace solution.
4: Staples has you covered.
7: A desk that's all business. But not too businessy.
4: Staples has you covered. And now at Staples, take up to 50% off select chairs and up to 75% off select desks. Plus, with 25% off Staples furniture support, we'll assemble your new furniture and guarantee it against wear and defects. Explore solutions for your remote workspace at Staples. Ends 9 3 in store only.
2: This view was worth a hike.
1: Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health.
2: Yes. I'm Colaguard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Colaguard is non-invasive and it's used at home. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if KolaGuard is right for you, or visit KolaGuard.com.
1: I'm in. You know what a booster shot can be like? Charging a cell phone. Just like a cell phone charger helps restore your battery, a booster is given after a primary series vaccination to enhance or restore protection against COVID-19, which wanes over time. Boosters are recommended for people five years and older. Schedule a booster appointment as soon as eligible. You can even make the appointment on your phone as long as it's charged. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech.
3: Hey, welcome back, everybody, to Sports Overnight America. Source with us. Uh, Mark Mancini's off tonight. Um, and your emails, you're a part of the show, sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. Last week. We had Matthew DeBoss on. Uh, He's a sports historian. He's written four books, including the latest, Lord's of Gridiron 2, Pro Football's Greatest Coaches. And frankly, we only could talk about a few of the top 50 that he had rated. And uh, there's some in there that I disagree with and I think Art disagrees with, but we'll find out. Uh, Matthew, welcome again to the show.
7: Thanks, Fred. Thanks for having me back.
3: Well, I love the book and it makes you think. Number 27 of the top 50 in your book, Lord's the Gridiron 2, which you can pick up at Amazon.com, major bookstores everywhere, you have Marty Schottenheimer. Now, how do I put this? I dislike Marty as a coach. I thought he played too close to the best. Now, you got him at 27, so you totally disagree. You do it with analytics. Uh, Tell me uh, why Marty is way up there at number 27.
7: Basically, it's on his, uh, his regular season performance and also his career, his career value. He's in the top 20 in both categories. Actually, he ranks ninth in terms of regular season value in terms of how good his teams performed and just re- and regular season performance. Whereas I have him 16th in coaching value because even though he never won, made it to a Super Bowl or won a Super Bowl, I mean, he was able to get great performances you know from his teams you know he managed to rebuild the Cleveland Browns who are now the Baltimore Ravens he he rebuilt the Kansas City Chiefs uh, he still you know his uh, his work with the, the Chargers? Chargers he had the
6: Chargers game away from the Super Bowl
7: yeah and the thing is that single season record he set when he got 14 wins i think was it 05 06 it's still the greatest single season performance in Chargers history but his greatest curse and this is what killed him is that he couldn't get that ticket to the big dance. I mean, it's like that. I start my chapter off with Marty Schottenheimer, recording that scene in the original Ocean's Eleven with Frank Sinatra, that scene where the actor Richard Connie dies of a heart attack after he collects his loot, dropping off the loot. And he said his dying words were, Never the luck, never the luck. And that, I believe, sums up Marty Schottenheimer's NFL coaching career. Never the luck. He's just not, at least in terms of playoff competition.
6: You know, Matthew, i got to tell you, I've I've met a lot of guys that played for Marty over the years. And this includes Joe Montana, who won four world titles. And he said nobody was better at preparing a football team for a 14 or 16-game season than Marty Schottenheimer. Now, if you look at what happened for him in the big games, you know, whether it's the fumble in Denver, the pass from Elway to beat him in Cleveland, you know, the the interception yeah. that the kid tries to run back with in San Diego against the Patriots. I mean, it's like yeah. you could not write these scripts in Hollywood and have people actually believe you. And and I could say the same thing about Don Coriel, one of my favorite coaches of all time. They just did not yeah. have, I mean, like, you know, the the fumble, you know, where the chicken falls off the off the, the corridor in Jack Murphy Stadium in the championship game, the Dave Casper. You know, I mean, come on. You, those are those are you know. And then you wake up in Cincinnati if you're Don Coriel, right? And it's 12 degrees below zero in the Queen City on Championship, you know, Sunday.
3: Yeah. Matthew, let me ask you a question. Matthew, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Uh, you do a lot of these yeah. interviews talking about Lords of the Gridiron Two. Pick it up in major bookstores or Amazon.com. I'll bet you that more people. Or on my side than an art side in this issue, I, I bet you that a lot of people that you talk to on the radio or TV have indicated twenty-seven is too high for Marty. But maybe I'm wrong. What What do you say about that?
7: I the thing is, if he had had if he had had better luck in the playoffs, he would have ranked even higher. The thing yeah. that dragged, dragged him down was his poor playoff performances there because it damaged his. His uh, his BQ value, which is his best five consecutive seasons, also his B5 value, which is his best five performances overall. I mean, that was a killer. I mean, actually, uh, if he had had better playoff luck, he would have ranked even higher. It's the same with John Mann. I mean, at least John Mann won a Super Bowl, but uh, four or five times, he was one win away from earning an additional Super Bowl appearance. And if he had won a few more of those things, he would definitely would have ranked in the top ten. But it's the same with marty but on a lesser scale. I mean Mann was of course far superior, you know, to uh Schadenheimer, you know, and and my in that regard. Hey Matthew where,
6: where do you where do you rank Henry Lewis Stram or George Allen on your lists?
7: Uh Stram, I got Stram at number thirty and George Allen I got him at number I got him at number forty there. Uh but then Stram, unlike Marty Schadenheimer, had some lean seasons like uh he had some losing seasons, like in '61, and then and then uh, from in, you the know, end, uh, in New Orleans, he had some
6: losing seasons too.
7: Yeah, definitely that definitely hurt him a lot. That that stint with the New Orleans Saints that really killed him. Also, from '63 to '65, uh, his teams were just barely at like 500 with the Chiefs, and then uh, after '72, '71, uh, uh, the Chiefs had a real bad spell there, and that's why he lost his job with Kansas City. So there were some lean years. That cost him. Also, the Super Bowl one loss took points off his value there. Uh, so that's one of the reasons why I got him at number 30. You know, there were drop offs. He had trouble maintaining for a time. Um uh, who else did you man- mention besides Sam uh, George uh, Allen, you
6: know, the vanilla ice cream guy for the Rams. He actually uh used yeah. to watch me kick a lot.
7: <laughs> yeah, now George Allen, I've got now in terms he's like Marty Schoenheimer, in terms of regular season performance. I got, actually, I got him at 15th all time there. That was his best category. But the problem was that lack of playoff luck. I mean, he lost to the Packers in 67. He lost to the Vikings in 69. He had that one Super Bowl performance. But again, he lost to Miami there. And most of the time after that Super Bowl year, he, he never won in the playoffs ever again. It was just that lack of playoff luck. I mean, that's- Do you I, remember the great like, line?
6: Do you remember the great line that the owner, Edward Bennett Williams of the Redskins, said about George <laughs> Allen?
7: Yeah, yeah. He, he, Allen an he gave George, budget Yeah, I
6: gave him an unlimited budget and he exceeded it. <laughs> All right, Tim, we're
3: How talking, you talking old to old Matthew DeBoss, Lords of the Gridiron 2, Pro Football's Greatest Coaches, Amazon.com, uh, major bookstores around the world. Um, what about one of the great uh, athletes who ended up a coach? Bud Grant, you've got him at 21, Minnesota Vikings. Now again, he's as low as 21 because no Super Bowl victories. But to me, from the outside, as a Ram fan, I don't want to face Bud Grant. Your comments?
7: Yeah, that was that was his cross. Those four Super Bowl losses. If he had won any one of them or a couple of them he would have ranked definitely much higher. That was, that was the killer. That damaged him, again, in the B2 and B5 values. But his regular season performance, 10th greatest all-time in terms of regular season performance. But uh, only 20th in terms of his coaching value there. I, 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 it, just, it was basically it was his playoff performances, those four Super Bowl defeats that really killed him. I mean, he was very. I mean, he was—he was pretty decent in terms of playoff competition, but he just couldn't win the big one there, and it it damaged him in that sense. And also, after after '77, I think that was his last playoff thing. The the Vikings kind of dropped off, and he had some lean years in the '80s there, and that kind of dragged him down a a little bit. And
6: um, who are the guys right now in the NFL, other than Bill Belichick, obviously? that really you know, you look at as saying that could have an impact on this list maybe 10, 12 years down the line?
7: Uh, Sean McDermott, uh, right now, he's got the greatest chance amongst all active coaches today who are not in the top 50 of cracking. I mean, if Buffalo can take it all the way, I believe he will. uh, I think he'll crack the top 50 and enter the ranks there. He's my candidate right now. Uh, In terms of other active guys, I mean, Doug Peterson – uh, with Jacksonville, I got him ranked at 63rd, but it uh, depends on how you know how Jacksonville finishes at the end. Ron Rivera, I got him at 65 at the present time. Um, uh, but I don't know. Washington, they seem to be going down, so I figure he's going to be dropping off a bit there. Um, let's see. In uh, terms of eligible, I, I, I say keep your eyes on McDermott he, and Matt LaFleur. I mean, Matt LaFleur in his first three seasons has gotten – uh, pretty good regular season performances, but he can't get his team into the Super Bowl. And that's, that's like a bugaboo for him. Right now, he's got three playoff defeats. And if he adds two more on, he'll become a heartbreak coach. Uh, and uh, Sean McDonald adds another playoff defeat without ever reaching the Super Bowl. He, too, will become a heartbreak coach. Now, let me ask you My this. Great- like Fred and I, like we
6: like Andy Reid. Andy Reid's been great for a lot of years. He seems He seems to put together good ball clubs. Is he part of that? Kind of Schottenheimer deal with all the playoff appearances and only one Super Bowl.
7: At the start, he was like Marty Schottenheimer, but finally, in his fifth playoff appearance, he finally got the Eagles into the Super Bowl. But again, that that performance against the New England Patriots, where he just he wouldn't go into a hurry-up offense. I still, to this day, do not understand why he didn't do that. I mean, it's still one of the great mysteries in the NFL. It took him a long time to then finally. He conquered his lack of playoff luck and he got the Chiefs to the Super Bowl there and he got into another one. Right now I got him ranked the number twelve. And if he can put together another great Super Bowl season, he's got a great shot of cracking the top ten. I mean, I got him in the top ten in coaching but career coaching value. I got him in the top ten of playoff value. I got him in the top ten in regular season value. Uh it was only weak categories or an average season rating and his B5 value, which is his best five seasons there. I mean, if he had not lost that Super Bowl to Tampa Bay, I think he would have cracked the top 10 according to my calculations. I mean, it's not over for Andy Reid. I, 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 I underestimated him, and I was surprised where he eventually finished up there at the 12th spot. But, I mean, he just, he's got that longevity, innovative He just, you know, if he had had a little bit better playoff luck, he would have finished in the top ten. And, and again, it's not that far away from him. I mean, if he can get another Super Bowl season, it's all his. He's got the quarterback, he's got the receivers, and he's got his players believing in him.
3: All right, uh, Matthew D'Abbas with this Lord of the Gridiron 2. Okay, final coach. I must bring him up. Not a fan. Already went to USC, but he was a UCLA fan growing up, but I've been a UCLA fan my whole life. Number twenty-eight. Pete Carroll, who ran out of USC knowing what was going to happen with the Reggie Bush scenario, had Russell Wilson all those years, did win one Super Bowl, probably should have won the second. In fact, should have won the second. Uh, You have him at 28. Make your case. Yeah. Yeah,
7: I'll be honest. Pete Carroll, you know, he was the second best coach in the NFL in the 2010s behind Belichick. Yeah, I mean, he he was And, uh, and, and yeah, he, he, he took Seattle. He did what Chuck Knox and a bunch of other coaches couldn't do: take them to the Super Bowl and, and win it. And, and he did so. And, and but the thing is, when he lost that Super Bowl to the Patriots, that call at the goal line there probably probably the most second-guest call of all time. <laughs> I mean, I don't really understand myself. I mean, you've got a great running back in Lynch. I mean, even if you had to throw the pass, why he threw that pass straight down the middle instead of doing a rollout and at least throwing, you know, you know going for the corner or in the back end. I mean, you know, giving Russell Wilson the option, you know, if you can't complete the pass, try and run it in. If you can do not, it just throw it in the stands and reset the cycle. Why didn't he do that? Why did he throw it straight down the middle where there was multiple Patriots ready to pick that What's ball up? What's funny is I, mean, I guess Belichick,
6: at- Belichick actually was looking for that play in not, not exactly that situation, but he had talked to Butler, the defensive back about that play in practice and actually said this could happen. And Butler said he flashed on it and he he said it all happened in slow motion. And I mean, that's, that's incredible, you know? And, but I'll tell you what Pete does have Fred. He had the Kool-Aid, he had, you know, Chancellor and that great team that that, you know, that 12th man in Seattle, How you don't give the ball, you know, to 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 the Beastmaster in that situation. (laughs) I'll never uh, understand uh, that.
3: Matthew, down the road, we're going to do a uh, Lord the Gird Iron 1. Your uh, college, uh, your greatest college coaches, because I can't wait for that uh, and talk to you about that. You are a true uh, sports historian. And thank you again for appearing on Sports Overnight America. We love you. Thanks, Thanks,
7: Matthew. Thanks, everybody.
3: Matthew Diavas, right here on Sports Overnight America. He's Art. I'm Fred. I don't know Art staying up so late. Uh, you can email us at sportsfred at AO.com, Sportsfred at
0: AO.com. Back with more on Sports Overnight America.
2: 800 485 That's eight hundred four eight five six zero zero three.
1: A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration.
0: Do you own a timeshare? Well, face the facts. You made a mistake. You made a bad purchase. A timeshare is not an investment. It's a money pit that continues forever. If you use your timeshare, that's great. But if you don't and you want to legally get out of your contract, call my friends right now at the timeshare exit hotline. They're an experienced team of lawyers who help good people like you get out of a timeshare contract that they just don't want. Don't throw away your money on maintenance fees. Use it for things you really want. We can help you end your timeshare contract and stop the money drain immediately. If you're ready to move on with your timeshare, call our team right now.
2: Cancel your timeshare now with a free call. 800-824-5131. 800-824-5131. 800-824-5131. That's 800-824-5131.
3: Thank you, Matthew DeVos, Lords of the Gridiron II, uh, Pro Football's Greatest Coaches. It's quite a book, and Matthew did a great job on the air. We'll have him back talking about uh, uh, college football's greatest coaches. And Art Source talking about uh, college football's greatest or not greatest coaches. Apparently, it doesn't matter how much money a school has to pay to fire a coach. Yeah, Over $7 million weeks, dollars
6: for this guy, $22 yeah. million for that guy. I mean, Nebraska's paying four guys right now a lot of money.
2: <laughs>
3: uh, but but, you, but the shocker to me, and I don't know about you, Paul Krista Wisconsin, you know, okay, so he got off to a bad start. I guess if you lose to Indiana, I guess that proves that you're not a good coach. I mean, he's been a good coach wherever he's been. Let and me they tell you something. 20, they That was 20 their 20 own Atlanta. fault.
6: They should have never let Bielema go in the first place. Belam was a good football coach. He came up to Wisconsin and slapped them around. And let's be honest, you know, as soon as Barry Alvarez kind of disappeared from that program, they came back to, me, to what I call six and four. You know, they're Hey, if you look in the NFL and look at the linemen and the defensive ends that Wisconsin has put in the NFL, okay, they've got probably 30 big guys in the NFL. T.J. Watt, J.J. Watt, big offensive tackles and linemen, the the kid from the center for the New Orleans Saints, Ramzik. they they got prolific linemen. And would you like to run behind that offensive line? But they never come up with a quarterback that can be dynamic. you got to have a dynamic quarterback. You know, a guy like uh, JT Daniels, he goes to West Virginia. Why would he go to school like Wisconsin with an offensive line like that? They're chasing them all over the field, killing the kid. If I had those studs in front of me, I'd sit back there.
3: (laughs) All right. In in 10 seconds, will Carter Rowe ever get another head coaching
6: job? I hope so. He's a great guy. You know he they get, they they set him up for failure in that situation. Um, you know he they had nowhere to go after Mel Tucker ran off for Michigan State. I'm going to say yes. In the right. I hope
3: situation. so. I, I hope so. I met him a few times and I agree with you 100.
6: For Mario, for Art,
3: uh, Mark will be back on our next show. I guarantee. I'm Fred. Stay tuned all night long for sports overnight America.